0: This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm.
1: It's time to become bully-proof so we can live our best kicking life. As we know, life ain't all sunshine and rainbows, and bullying is a real problem that negatively affects millions of kids, parents, teens, adults every single day, but... There's a solution, and the good news is you found it. The Grogan's Bullyproof and Kickin' Life podcast. So get ready to be empowered with hope and self-confidence to believe in yourself to become bullyproof and live your best kickin' life. Thanks, everyone. Master Grogan here. Hope you're having a fantastic day. Well, welcome to another live stream, Grogan's Bully Kick and Kickin' Life podcast. Thank you so very much, as always, for taking time out of your busy day to be here. Now, as a reminder, I'm going to do everything I can to not only bring on the best guests, but continue doing research, continue doing what I can to you know, empower myself with righteous thoughts and positive motivation and everything I can do to help empower your life, to help you live that best kick in life. And for our new listeners and new friends, what is bully-proof? Well, bully-proof is believing in yourself, overcoming your challenges, battling through your fears, to stand up to any bully you face, having that bully-proof armor. And we all face bullies, whether real or in our mind, we face them. So I want to empower you to have that strength, that perseverance to battle through. And then the kick in life, that's the secondary phase, man. The kick in life is after you've overcome your challenges and battles, doesn't mean it's ever over. You're always going to have to face new ones when you reach a higher level of learning and understanding but you're striving toward that kick in life. And all that simply means is you're utilizing your God-given talents to kick life's butt for a chance and live the life you are meant to live by utilizing the gifts that you've been given. Sound good? Well, awesome, awesome. Well, good stuff. Well, this is episode number 309 on our podcast, and this is the Spotlight Show. And if you get a chance to tune in on Thursdays, 1 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, we do the live stream so you can actually see the Spotlight guest, You can interact with the show. You can ask questions and, uh, and, and then be a part of it. And heck, we've got people jumping on already saying uh, two of my favorite businessmen. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm not sure who said that, but uh, it's his Facebook user. Well, God bless you. Thank you. The checks in the mail for that wonderful compliment. Thank you. And our guest, I can't give it away who it is. If you see him on the screen there, you know who it is. Uh, he's smiling a big old smile there. And and that's another reminder those that just listen to the podcast. That's great. But you know, listen to something once is better than none at all. But I encourage you to listen Thursday while we record this baby live there's no edits we goof up you see it you hear it and you get a chance to ask questions and then you can listen to it again when it airs on monday and i promise you when you listen to something more than once or you read a book more than once you're always going to pick up on something that you may have missed the first time why well your mind can only digest so much at once and you're also when you listen to some a second time you're at a higher level of learning all right so who is our guest today oh another pop-up really glad to see this is live i watched the uh, alley show and you got me hooked. Well, thank you. I see who that is. That's Mr. David Popper. So God bless you, David. Thanks, brother. Continue to share. All right. We're on to our spotlight guest. He's a golf pro, entrepreneur, owner, and head PGA professional at Oak Brook Golf Club in beautiful Edwardsville, Illinois. My uh, former hometown forever and ever and ever. And uh, a lot of my heart is still there. I love Edwardsville. He was also the number one PGA Junior League captain in the USA in 2020, a two-time NCAA American all oh, excuse me, Academic All-American, and 2014 Gateway PGA Player of the Year, and 2016 Gateway PGA, PGA Professional of the Year. He's a leader in the community, hosting countless golf tournaments, teaching and coaching clinics for all ages, and I mean all ages, and he does the, the work he does with kids, and, 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 you know, obviously you guys that know me and listen a lot, you know, I taught PE for 11 years in a big part, of our martial academies working with kids it takes a special talent to work with kids and it takes you being a kid inside in order to connect with kids and i often say that and our guest is kind of a, the same way i've known him for a number of years we're nothing but little kids trapped in this adult body so we want to share that wisdom that experience that knowledge with with anybody we have an opportunity to do so with we also unparalleled donations and community service i mean he's always giving always a, a, a just a tremendous reputable part of the uh, edwardsville community and surrounding communities. He's also an amazing husband and father. And just like everybody that we have on the show, and just like all of you out there, he has had his ups and downs. Life is not sunshine and rainbows. And every success he's had was built on years and years and years, and then probably some more years, of dedication, training, hard work, and perseverance, and not giving up, and not uh, um, succumbing to the temptations to give up and quit, which we've all all faced, right? Well, who am I talking about? And who's going to be sharing amazing stories with me today? Well, you can see him on the screen there owner, golf pro, amazing, wonderful human being, Mike Siri. Mike, how are we doing, buddy?
0: Doing great. That was, that. I'm, I'm going to have to watch that lot, or on recording. That's one of the best intros. I feel better about myself already listening to you talk. So uh, doing fantastic yeah. and honor, honored to
1: be here. Awesome, awesome. Well, it's all true, my friend, and uh, I'm grateful and blessed. I know how busy your time is, uh, everything that you're doing. So the fact that you're able to carve out a little bit of time for us and the listeners and uh, viewers there. Gosh, darn, that means a lot to me, and I know it means a lot to them, and we're super, super excited. Um, Now, I do my best when I put together the uh, um, kind of the write-up there. You you send me your your, your things, and then I do a little stalking on uh, your bio and stuff to find other things that maybe you're. You're you're, you're so humble that you don't want to uh, not to confess to, but it's hard as heck to, to talk about yourself. I always when I go on shows and people say, "Hey, tell us a little bit about yourself," you're like, "Oh, god, it's just it's tough." So I do my best to save you from having to do that, but then at the same time, I want to make sure if I miss any accolades uh, or uh, anything that, that you feel is relevant, please share.
0: I I will just say that I love what I do, so that allows me to do all the things. Um, I'm, I'm honored that you said I'm a good husband and father. That's probably the most important, and um, that's the one I uh, sometimes people forget about, but uh, that that also takes a lot of work, and so appreciate
1: that you said that. Yes, it does. Well, I, I, I know your wife and your kids and have known you for I don't know how many years. And uh, uh, and then we really had a chance to connect a few years ago at the uh, PGA uh, Championship right, there, right. Um, at uh, Belle Reeve. And I had my brother-in-law, Noah, who's, uh, who's also a golf pro up in Tampa now. And uh, it was, was kind of cool being behind the scenes and getting a chance to chat with you. And, of course, um, your your mom actually uh, took my water aerobic class 20-something yeah. years ago at our health club and spa. Yeah. And, uh, uh, that was fantastic. It, it, and the family's all doing good. Mom's doing good.
0: All doing good. Yeah. I'm, I'm up here at the golf course with my dad. He's walking around with his dog outside in the cold, uh, checking on stuff down in the shed. So yeah, all's good.
1: Dad's still plugging away. That is fan fantastic. Yeah. And, uh, folks that are watching and listening, there's a, a kind of a, a, behind the concession area of uh, yeah. Oak Brook golf course there. So Mike is live on set, so to speak. And yeah. you, you shared with me before we got on the air that, uh, We've got typical uh, Midwestern weather going on there right now. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's uh, probably, there's supposed to be snow flurries this afternoon, but I think it's supposed to be sunny and warmer tomorrow, so you get used to it. It's not Florida, ups
1: though. It, ups and down. No, it's, it's definitely not Florida. I'm blessed and honored to, to be in Florida, although we've uh, uh, we had quite the wind blowing today, and uh, we had uh, our, our gator, which is in a pond. we got a pond in our backyard here, and he was out uh, sunbathing today, and I think he's been eating pretty healthy here. He's gotten much, much bigger. So we gotta be careful letting the dog. And uh, I text yeah. the neighbors who let their dog run around, and got a couple of little kids. And I say, "Hey, man, be careful! The gators out." Well, all the neighbors kind of came out to take a peek at the gator. So it's something we didn't have to worry about in the Midwest, but here golfing, you got gators everywhere.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're watching bald eagles fly around. We have a, a bald eagle nest out here, and they're flying around today getting fish. So, and, oh,
1: and entertaining, but not I as dangerous as an alligator. What's that now?
0: I said, not as dangerous as an alligator. Don't have to worry about them. <laughs>
1: That is true. Well, we're, we're told you don't feed the gators and let them do their thing, and they won't become uh, – uh, apparently when you feed them, that's when they feel like they're a pet. They keep going up there for food. And you know, according to uh, Bobby Boucher, their uh, medulla oblongata <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> isn't very big. All right. So, um, well, well let, let's get at it here. Oh, first things first. I always forget this, and I got it in my notes as a reminder. Please give a shout-out to your, to, to your family there. Everybody loves hearing their name on the air. So uh, please, uh, wife, kids and, and, and parents, uh, give them a shout out.
0: Well, oh, to, to Mandy, Drew, Ryan Alley, um, I got five dogs. I won't name them all. I got a cat, uh, my parents, Larry, you'll see him in the background walking around. My, my we, mom, we just Manny, saw
1: him make a cameo. Yeah,
0: he's back in there. And then my uh, in-laws, uh, Rod and Marty Spears, live out here on the golf course uh, with us. So kind of a close-knit family. We're all together. And uh, none of what I do would be possible without all of them. So thanks to you.
1: Oh fantastic and so humble as always mike thank you very very much all right well let's get into this thing here and folks just listening you know i just like to do a back and a forth and talk about uh life and what mike uh many more things uh, that, that he's doing not only with golf with just life and being the husband that he is and the father that he is and then of course being the son uh, and then uh, uh, son-in-law, all he all he's doing there. My goal is for him to share some of those lesson stories with us, so we can pick some different golden nuggets that are going to help empower us in whatever area of life that we might be struggling or we might be succeeding in, but we want to reach a higher level. So I, I, I kind of described you as is similar to me in being a uh, a little kid trapped in an adult body, and that's a good reason or a good way of connecting with with other kids because. Uh, I've got my book coming out becoming bully-proof, and it's me as a twelve year old me and me as master grogan forty years later and it's the older me teaching the younger me everything I wish I would have known and it's pretty much everything I've tried to instill in a martial arts academy teaching p e coaching speaking, and everything else so was that an accurate assumption you're just nothing but a a little kid kind of trapped in an adult body and you're trying to yeah. share the love and wisdom
0: absolutely i uh, so my junior league program you said it was largest in the country in twenty twenty i you know i'm forty four years old but i truly you know mentally feel like I'm probably 12 or 13 hopefully I'm more mature in a lot of areas uh, but for instance we'll ask you know, Mandy, but uh... yeah well yeah yeah she's raising four kids right so uh, but no absolutely um, I yeah I enjoy the innocence and um, optimism you know and that's kind of how I feel where sometimes I may be a little too uh, blindly optimistic. But it helps you relate to kids more when you're that way because you, you're just looking for the good and hoping everything's gonna turn out well and doing your best. So,
1: that's fantastic. Fantastic. So, uh, those are just tuning in. Uh, if you're watching the live stream here, please jump on, say hi to Mike. Uh, and if you've golfed at Oakburg Golf Course, and if you're in the Edwardsville or surrounding areas, I'm sure you've golfed at least one round there. Uh, chances are many, many more, and you've probably met and know Mike through the community. But say hi, or you've got him right here. Ask any question that's on your mind, maybe something you've always wondered about. Uh, and, and being a golf pro, it, it, it's always a uh, uh, hole in ones. And I know your uh, email address is ace on four is, yeah. uh, is, is that by design or is that, was it yep. your first hole in one or?
0: Yeah. Well, the internet, uh, when I went to college in 1995, I had to come up with an email address. So I made it, I had, at the time, I think I had two hole in ones on our fourth hole. So I just put ace on four and, and that's what it is. No, everybody says AC on or AC on, they don't get it unless they're a golfer. But yeah, I have a few hole-in-ones on one hole out here, so it ends up being a good email address.
1: Awesome, awesome. And then as a reminder, you've got, uh, how many holes you got, the 27 holes out there at Oak Brook. 27, yep, yep. 27. And so
0: yeah, nine of it's underwater right now, but the other 18 aren't, and uh, the water goes up and down um, you know, uh, pretty quickly. My son and I went out and played uh, Thursday, or no, we went out and played Tuesday uh, on the East 9, and today, uh, yesterday it was flooded. So. Uh, but it'll be it'll probably be back open next week.
1: Awesome, awesome, awesome! And of course, uh, while we have got everybody listening here. It, just go to Oakbrook uh, Golf and uh, check that out. Make your yep. your reservations, your tee times, and of course, Mike Post I mean, just a plethora of tournaments. So, tournaments easy for me to say. And make sure you get those babies in soon because they do book and they do fill up fast. Uh, and while we're talking about it here, what do you have a new youth academy league starting up, or is that continuous?
0: Yeah, it's, um, it, as it, as it morphs, it ends up kind of being continuous, but it's mainly in the summer. It's, it's called PGA Junior League. It's a, it's a national program. You have to be a PGA pro to coach it. Um, but, um, it's, yeah, I have 152 kids, I think, signed up, which is full for me. Last year I had 130 and uh, I don't like telling people no. So I added a couple more, or 22 more kids. Um, but it's just a great, it's a great program. it's It's very similar to like Little League baseball for kids uh, for in golf. but uh, beginners, uh, all the way up to kids who who like tournament golf and maybe want to play in high school, things like that. but everybody kind of plays together and has a good time. It's fun for families too.
1: That's fantastic. And folks you heard Mike say that uh, you have to be a PGA certified pro in order to uh, be a part of this, which is fantastic because, you know, Amateurs, we're all amateurs uh, at, at something uh, um, uh, in amateur golf. Uh, yeah, I can go through and maybe break down the fundamentals, but uh, you know, if you want your kids shooting bogey golf, then you come to me. If you want your kids learning the, uh, how to really play golf, then you go see Mike. And then that's, uh, that's the difference there. And it's definitely worth the investment. Or like uh, you want to uh, martial arts. Well, you come to us for martial arts, life skills, leadership, character development, bully proof, because that's what we specialize in. And the same thing. And and I know growing up, a lot of times we had coaches that were just dads doing the very best they could to fill in. But on a lot of those teams, that's all we had was a fill-in team that didn't excel and didn't uh, do very well. You want something special. You want your kid to really develop, and not only the golf skills, but knowing Mike for as long as I have. He preaches and uh, the leadership, the respect, the manners, not only for the game, but for growing individuals. And, of course, you can judge a lot by a person by seeing their kids. And Mike was humble enough to say that his wife pretty much raises him and three kids. But you see how incredible they are and you see how incredible Mike is. And that's a testament to his parents and what he's passing down to the kids. So I always like to bring those things up because there's so many others out there that, you know, in their heart, they want to do the right thing. But if you want the best, you, you need to go see the best. And uh, you want your kids to learn more than just golf, uh, go, go check out Mike at the Oakwood uh, uh, Golf Club there and, and see what it's all about. And, Mike, how can they sign up? They can sign up online, I guess.
0: Yeah, well, uh, my, like I said, mine is full, but it, the, the website, uh, the national website, which I'm on the, the PGA, the national board for that, the committee, it's PGAJRleague.com. You go in there, type in your uh, zip code, and your closest program will pop up. Uh, there's other places in Edwardsville that run it, John DePriest out at sunset, lots of places. But even if you're down in Florida, wherever you are, um, there, it's it's a national program. You can get on and play in Hawaii if you want. So. Uh, you know, just get on there, check it out. It's it's very official. Um, you'll see it's it's a professionally run website, and uh, it's just PGAJRLeague.com.
1: Fantastic, fantastic. Well, there you go, folks. You can uh, take off uh, lessons from from Mike with your kids, and uh, then have your kids get better at it, and then you can play in Pebble Beach and all over the world. Uh, and your your kids can get a sponsorship, and uh, especially our dads out there. There you go. Can you imagine how much how, how much. Greater would that be, right? Yeah. yeah. Have your kids pay for you to play all over the world of golf. But yeah. for the time being, let's just go ahead and play at Oak brook. And we sure. uh, we got another friend jumping up, uh oh Kara. And one, one of my favorite uh people back in Illinois. And I need to get Kara on the podcast too. So Kara, I know you're listening, she said you both have been such positive influences in many young lives. You guys are wonderful people with great core values. And you too, Mandy. Uh well, now you got goosebumps. So I'm gonna run out of checks I gotta write for all these people giving us shout outs here, Mike.
0: Yeah, well, I I can't see him. That's good, so I'd I'd be I'd be looking down all the time. But yeah, cool. It's awesome, it's
1: kind awesome. of fun to be live. Yeah, yeah, and uh, um, I haven't quite figured this uh, uh, with the live stream here. I'm blessed because we can go and people can ask questions uh, and this uh, uh, app I'm using now. It's called Melon. It was uh, I don't know, did some side by side comparisons, but I can broadcast and live stream to like uh, eight different platforms now. Some of them I, I just set up for this, but our popular ones are our Facebook pages and groups, and then of course our YouTube channel, YouTube channel, Drogan's Bullyproof. Uh, check that out, smack that bell, subscribe, and you can see I've got like 400 and something videos on there. So you can see a lot of past videos. You can see a lot of them when I was uh, first learning how to do this uh, live thing and a lot of goof ups and mess ups, but they're all there, baby. Transparency. But uh, Kara, thank you very, very much. We appreciate you, and I'm serious. We'll have to get you on the podcast. I'll send uh, the sign up link and uh, you can talk about how wonderful your kids are doing as well. All right, Mike. So you kind of mentioned, it, it without even being asked the questions, why you do what you do. But is there anything more that really drives you? Yes, you want to pass on the wisdom. Yeah, you want to pass on the knowledge. Yeah, you, you've got a, a, a passion that you're, you've got your calling, and that's what you're really good at. But is there anything deeper? I mean, a, a really big reason, more than just teaching kids how to be better golfers.
0: Yeah, I um, out here at Oak Brook. I I always feel indebted to my dad, who's he's 80 years old. He's still working every day. And then his dad, who uh, it was his idea to build the place. And so I never got to meet him. He passed away um, in 1976. I was born in 77. Uh, but growing up, I always felt like I was given this gift. Um, first off, I always feel like I won the parent lottery um, with my parents, and so. As I got older, um, I started to realize how um, how fortunate I was. And when you feel fortunate, um, you you kind of want to make other people feel that way and, and, and give back. And, you know, when you're younger and you want to make money and everything's about money and whatever, um, you know, those things as you get older, you realize that there's way more satisfaction in impacting somebody's life positively. And so. Um, the more I do it, uh, the more I kind of get addicted to it. And so when you can take uh, a little kid who maybe doesn't have confidence, uh, maybe doesn't have anything that they really enjoy to do and they get to come out and you get to see them enjoy something, it's kind of like I'm giving somebody else a gift, the, the same gift that I was given. So I'm always driven by um, kind of honoring the past and um, trying to do my best to um, thank the people that have done so much for me. So that's, that's why I'm driven.
1: Well, that's fantastic. And, and, and uh, wow, it articulated extremely well. I'm just it, it reminds me of the Zig Ziglar quote, right? How do you get everything in life you want? By simply helping enough other people get what they want and continuing to pass on that knowledge. And it's uh, kind of that uh, recipe of reciprocity, right? And, yeah. uh, and it, it, it goes out and it comes right back, good or bad. And then it leads to, uh, I'm going to another fancy word at you. I heard not too long ago, serendipity. <laughs> or serendipitous. Uh, uh, you, you're constantly throwing good and positive energy out there, and it's going to come back. And then more comes back. It's going to fuel you, fuel you. I'm all tongue twisted today, fuel you, fuel you to do even more. And uh, and that doesn't mean every day is sunshine and rainbows. Matter of fact, like you said today, it's, it's raining, and uh, the back nine is flooded and underwater. And of course, you know, it's one of those things you can be. Stomping around, having a temper tantrum, and yeah. saying, "Why is this happening? Why is this happening?" And I'm sure there's some frustration, but as you said, hey, it happens. It's the Midwest. We're going to do what we can do and deal with what we can, and then move on from there. And of course, that energy is definitely uh, transparent and everything you can do, Mike. So great stuff, buddy. Thanks. You're very. Yeah, very I was
0: talking yesterday. I had a girl that I. She was the. She's the first girl um, that I have coached. That she's now playing college golf and um, which when her, you know, her parents, when they first come out, uh, obviously your dream is that your, your daughter can get a college scholarship. Well, she's struggling, struggling a little bit mentally now. Um, and yesterday she called, it's a rainy day and you, you know, you're trying to uplift somebody, um, on a rainy day when they're not doing too well. But, um, you know, when it comes down to it and a lot about what you talk about, it's, it's internal versus external. Um, You can sit and worry about the east nine being flooded or the rainy day or what's going on in Ukraine or whatever. uh, But you're better off spending time thinking about things you can control internal stuff. Um, And if you can do that more often, um, then your days are better because you're making your days better. You're not letting somebody else make your days worse. So Um, yeah, and that's why I try to have a good time. I, I obviously, you know, if you talk to my wife, she says I'm happy all the time, but there are times that I struggle. Um, and, you know, my brother passed away a few years ago. That's, you know, that's rough. And, um, but just knowing that you can impact people and, and you can make it however you want to make it. You know, there are people that are in jail that are probably having a better day than people that aren't. And so, um, but that's why I appreciate what you do, because you're trying to spread that word of, of making people um, internally more powerful. So uh, you have that armor like you talk about.
1: Thank you, Mike. I appreciate that, and thank you for for explaining it as well as you did. And uh, um, yeah, and uh, you know, God's blessing to you and your loved ones for your your brother passing away. And you know, that's one of the things we never know why things happen, and uh, we can uh, wreck our brain continuously asking why, 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 uh, and it doesn't make it any easier. As a matter of fact, it wow. just makes it worse. So, yeah. uh, um, but still, blessings and strength to you and your loved ones. Thank you. So that that, that brings up the uh, about the bullyproof armor. And the Bullyproof Armor is all about, and I talk about, and she and you kind of brought it up there, uh, um, somebody always asks, why, why do you think there's so much disrespect and so much bullying and so much uh, uh, hatred in the world? And, and the answer I always come or try and present is lack of self respect. Because yeah. uh, when people don't feel good about themselves on the inside, there's not a lot of self respect. And if you don't respect yourself, it's nearly impossible to respect anything or anyone else. Yep. And it, it's, you know, misery loves company. You've all heard that before. And it's sad. But it's like, I don't want to suffer alone. Let me help bring some other people into my suffering and misery. Why do we do that? Uh, Well, we never like to be alone. And we think if somebody's doing better than we are, that apparently maybe they've done this or they've done that, or, you know, they don't deserve to be happy. And I say all this from a place of utmost humility because, unfortunately, years and years ago, that was a lot of my mindset. I had what I call scarcity or fixed mindset and couldn't understand why people were, you know, more successful. And I was always in a battle with this person or that person And the real battle, as you mentioned, Mike, was inside. It took a lot of humility and self-discovery to figure that out. And that's kind of the biggest message I try and share with others. And I'm so blessed to have you and other great guests on the show who not only share that message, but have a way of articulating it in a way that's going to connect with somebody in a way that maybe I couldn't. But I always like the example of, you know, the, the ship. Ships, they don't sink from the water that surrounds them. They just move along and do what ships do. However. However, when that water gets inside, that's when the ships sink. Now, it's crazy. It could be out in the middle of the ocean and uh, traveling you know, thousands and thousands of miles and having thousands and thousands of feet and gallons of water all around them. They're moving along. That's what ships are made to do. But that ship becomes stagnant, stays in the port, or doesn't get the use, and then it allows all the negative influences, the holes to penetrate, and that water gets inside, that ship sinks. And a lot of us are built the same way. We can control the inside we can't control the outside, but I'll tell you this, the more you can control that inside, your influences, your input, who you surround yourself with, who you talk to, that's the input, the better shield, the better barrier, the bullyproof armor we're going to put up to protect that uh, those negative arrows or that negative water from getting on the inside. Yep. And uh, excellent, what you do with the kids there. Excellent. So um, with, with, with your growing up and kind of knowing early, I'm, I'm guessing here, that you, you had your gift it took me a while to figure out what my gift was and I know a lot of listeners that's a big question I get a lot is how do I know what my gift is? And the answer that I always give and, and maybe you, you have a different answer for our listeners there is it's the thing that you would do without even worry about getting paid. I mean obviously you gotta make money to pay bills. I get all that but is it something you'd love to do that it just comes natural to you. And oftentimes people can see it in you that you can't see in yourself. And I always encourage people just to write things down. Just get pen and paper and start writing, 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 and whatever, you know, you're talking about what I like to do, what I enjoy doing, what makes me feel good. And the things that repeat themselves, that's probably your subconscious mind, probably God telling you, Hey, this is you baby. Yeah, absolutely.
0: And, um, you know, in my life, I grew up on a golf course. I guess I was very fortunate that, um, it it just so happened that that's what I, what I'm passionate about. Um, but you know, when you talk about goals and living your dreams, everybody thinks you have a great life. My, my number one goal in my life for most of my life was to be on the PGA tour and I'm 44 years old. I'm not saying I can't get out there when I'm a senior, uh, but it becomes less important as you have kids and a wife and you know, th- uh, self, um, selfish goals like that uh, get a little bit harder to achieve. Uh, but you know, when you look at, if you're just gonna look at me on paper, my number one goal in life, I, I haven't achieved. You know, so um, I could look at myself as a failure or I could just, you know, get learn, learn from along, you know, learn along the way. If you don't, I always say, if you don't uh, enjoy the journey, you're not going to enjoy the destination. And, and, you know, the journey is where um, all the learning is. Uh, um, but, you know, in terms of passion, um, you know, one way to, to find what you like to do is write down what you don't like to do. Sometimes it's hard to find what you want to do but I can write down a whole bunch of things that I don't want to do. And if you write down the things you don't want to do, um, you know, maybe you can eliminate those and it, it clears it up a little bit more on what you do like to do. But, you know, if you can find something that you enjoy um, where it's not work, you always hear those cliches that, you know, if it's not work if you enjoy it. But if you can do that, you're, you're just a better off, you're better off for everybody. You're better off as a son, daughter, husband, wife, whatever. Um, and uh just because you enjoy it so when you come home from what you were doing or when you leave to go do what you're doing uh you're looking forward to it and so i know it's hard for people to do that but that could be volunteering um as a ymca coach on the side of doing what you normally do at your day job you know just something that's fulfilling to you that gives you that positive energy that kind of keeps you fueled to keep going so
1: Yeah, that's fantastic. And uh, your your wife jumped on here, Mike. She said, uh oh, now Mike is gonna come home and tell me to turn off the news. <laughs> oh no, yeah, no. No. She she what she does, she is
0: um in terms of what's going on in the world, uh my wife knows as much as anybody you see talking on. I mean that's interesting to her, and she is good at it, great at it, has great intuition. Um mothers have intuition that I don't understand. Um, and I wish I did understand, but uh, yeah, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be anywhere close to where I am without her. So
1: that's what a good supportive of, uh, and more than just a pillar, just someone that can. I mean, I'm the same thing. We've been married 25 years, uh, Desi and I, and uh, been together a lot longer than that. And I've given her every reason in the world to not only leave me, but to yeah. never talk to me again. Yeah. And uh, and and for some unknown reason, uh, she stayed by my side and uh, been so supportive through all our uh, you know failures and missteps. And uh, I know you got a wonderful wife and, and Mandy there, but it, it's also, uh, it, and I'm, yes, don't get too wrapped up in the news. But I'm a big believer in keeping an open mind, thinking, doing your own research, and not being spoon fed something. That's something we talk about the academy all the time. I tell the kids, look, you wouldn't like it if mom and dad came to school and you're in middle school and they take the fork and spoon and say, "All right, okay, Mikey, open up and eat your bites." You'd be like, "No, get away!" You'd be embarrassed at that. But oftentimes, as adults, we allow the media to spoon-feed us uh, because it's easy. I encourage people to do your own research. Get out there and think for yourself. And most importantly, I think the biggest thing you brought up, which is the number one thing I bring up in women's self-protection workshops, is ladies, trust your gut. When you get that tingling, something ain't right. Don't ignore it. Trust it. And that's kind of the number one safety tip I talk about in the self-protection workshops is is self-awareness being aware of your surrounding self-awareness, being aware of what you let your mind, but also being self-aware of what your gut is telling you. And if it's telling you something just isn't right, gosh darn it, <laughs> the majority of the time, it isn't right. Go with that gut feeling because that's kind of the, your sixth sense, if you will, or the, the lady's intuition and uh, you go with that thing. Uh, you know, and I, just a little bit of self-defense here, talking to got a bunch of ladies jumping on and thank you so very much. You know, eye contact, when you're walking out from the store or you're at the gas station, Look around. I'm not saying live paranoid. No ninjas are going to jump out of the tree at you. But look around and just be aware. If that guy gives you the heebie jeebies or the creeps there, keep an eye on them. And you're walking out from the store, be aware of that. Have your keys ready in hand. That's self awareness. And the more you start practicing self awareness, the more aware you're going to be of everything, not just the surroundings around you, but also what input you allow in your mind or if you're being spoon fed. And that goes for not only the ladies there, but for us uh, men and uh, teens and kids that listen to the show as well. What you plant is what you get. You know, the muscles you work or the muscles are going to grow. And I always talk about working your perseverance, but also your perseverance muscles, opposed to you give up and quit muscles, but also your self-inflection muscles, also your self-awareness muscles. Work those things and just be aware of what's going on. And a lot of that means you got to put this thing down and see what's going on in the world.
0: Hey, Good speaking stuff. of that, my, my wife, we have a phone uh, that we lock our kids' phones up in this little kitchen box. And uh, they, they have to detox from a phone one day a week. Uh, it's fantastic. And they just instantly realize how much they're looking at a phone. Now they have a phone that only makes phone calls. It's a little piece of plastic. It doesn't even look like a phone. Um, but yeah, it's, um, yeah, I you know, there, everybody has gifts um, and uh, sometimes people don't get to realize them. But uh, I, I have seen many, many times where parents, just parents in general, um, just the intuition that like you were talking about, that gut feeling they have, how important it is. But if you're not, if you're not paying attention to what's what you're thinking about, uh, bullyproofing yourself or, you know, uh, talking positively yourself, you don't, you may not recognize that. And so you may, you know, say, hey, I, I should, maybe we shouldn't go out and drive in this thunderstorm. And you may feel that, but if you've got other things going on and you're looking at Facebook and you're checking out TikTok videos, you might just let it pass by. Um, But, you know, if you can kind of slow down and pay attention to what what's going on, that intuition can uh, definitely make your life better. Even business decisions or who you meet and looking around, maybe your husband or wife is sitting somewhere across the room from you and you're staring at your phone.
1: Anybody want to raise their hand guilty
0: future husband or wife? Yeah. Or (laughs) and present. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And and just last night, um, uh, we got home. Emmett, uh, he was playing hockey down here in Florida, and he finally put the biscuit in the basket. He got his first goal in Florida. He's uh, he's been working hard, and uh, but he's been coming up short. But he continues to you know battle, persevere, and he finally put one in and uh, tied the score 3-3. And then uh, uh, it, was, it was a pretty uh, it was it was a hard-fought goal. It crashed the net, and the rebound came out. And anyway, it lifted his team up, and they scored a goal a minute later, and up winning the game. So last night we're actually watching some hockey when we got home, and now we're on the East Coast time zone where the Blues were playing Vancouver. So that's a three-hour gap <laughs> on the West Coast. So we're watching the game here, and I posted the uh, the thing about his goal and this and that, and I caught myself, instead of watching the game, reading the comments and, and, and the likes on the post that I posted, kind of bragging on them that I was excited about that, but here he is sitting right next to me, and he goes, hey, Dad, you see that save? And I'm like, what the heck am I doing here? And, and, and it, it was, you get so locked in, that yep. You forget. I mean, that's the addictive nature of these gosh darn things. Yes, they do serve a, a good purpose if used uh, in a good way. But on the other side, boy, you get locked in. You just lose track of absolutely everything out there. And um, you know, I forgot what it was called—the social experiment or something. Oh yeah, yeah. social uh, it, dilemma.
0: That, that show. Social dilemma. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> and they, they talk about you know the founders of, of the like button on Facebook are the same kind of people that design slot machines in Vegas. Why it addicts you, you cannot get away. And if you've got an addictive personality, which I definitely do, one, I hate to lose. So that's not a good quality for gambling. And then, of course, it's never enough, right? I could do more. And, and you're and, optimistic,
0: that, which is even worse.
1: <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> exactly. next time it's going to be better. <laughs> absolutely. Anybody else raise your hand on that one? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, good stuff. Well, well, uh, thank you, Mandy, for, for, for chiming in there. And uh, uh, that would have led into all kinds of conversations. Hmm. But I want to circle back. No, oh, I probably shouldn't say that, especially if Mandy's listening. Oh, but, yeah. uh, she knows who Jin
0: <laughs> is. Yeah, she, she heard circle back.
1: <laughs> I, I, I would love to say I'd plan to say that, but I'm not that intelligent, so it just popped out. But anyway, um, kids, phones, and detox. So-
0: oh, something paused. What do we have there? Somehow I'm paused, I think. Or you're paused. I can't hear you. If you, if you, if I'm, uh, your, your video has stopped. So I don't know how that happened, but um, it still shows I'm live. So if you're talking, I'll just keep quiet.
1: oh we switch places. there we go okay well that, that so uh viewers I, uh, I like that we switch places <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's the magic trick those listening to the podcast like what the heck are you talking about yeah. Well, that's the beauty of watching the live stream so if you are watching the live stream here you couldn't have seen what just happened Poof. Uh, anyway uh mike uh, to, to get back to the phone detox uh it had kind of said and I'm sure for some parents, it's going to be like the jaws of life trying to pry the phone out of the kids' hands. But, man, oh, man, share with us how you, how you do that. Do you have a designated day of the week that you, you do that with the kids? And, you know, I, I'm sure it wasn't easy at first, but now, bang. Yeah,
0: well, hey, and the other thing is they learn math because then they put it in there. They put it in the box at 8 o'clock in the morning, and they put 24 hours. And they weren't thinking that 24 hours is the next day, and now it's not going to be charged for the following day. So they learn time and math also. Um, but yeah, you know, we, we do it. We're not, um, uh, I wouldn't say we're, we're, we're super strict with it, uh, but there are times when they actually want to do it. They'll say, I got to put my phone in the box and they'll just put it in there for four hours. You can, you can fit every phone in the house in there. Um, but you know, when you, when you start thinking about how much time you're looking at that thing and what you're looking at really too. I mean, most of it is just mindless comparing yourself to other people or seeing people on vacation while you're sitting in Illinois or, you know, and then you start, it, it brings about a lot of negativity. Um, although the thing can provide unbelievable positivity, um, that's not what you get addicted to. And so, um, but yeah, I would encourage it. Um, it, it, it's great for the kids and you can actually talk to them and they they look at you when you're talking to them, they're not staring at a phone, not paying attention. And same for me and Mandy. Um, it's, um, it's, it's, uh,
1: freeing to say the least. Yeah, you kind of break free from that matrix. Um, I, I often think of the, uh, uh, what was that silly movie? Uh, daddy's home too, when yeah. all the kids are on the device right. and, uh, they, they're, they're like locked in and yeah. he does something and claps his hands and like, oh, or the TV goes out. That's it. They're watching right. the TV yeah, yeah. <laughs> they snap out of it. Yeah. But no, yeah. It, and, uh, one of my mentors that, uh, he, he, it, well. encourage folks you you hear me mention this just about every show uh you know get yourself some type of mentor somebody you admire and respect but at the same time someone is not going to tell you all the time what you want to hear but tells you what you need to hear and that's painful you oftentimes don't want to hear that but it's it's that's why you pay them and and uh, that's why or you surround yourself with them and uh, people often say well you're always talking about getting a new group of friends now that doesn't mean you leave everybody behind I'm just saying that you did it, something I talk about a lot, it's engines and anchors. Engines are gonna drive and push you forward talking about future successes, talk about what they're doing, maybe the books they're reading, the people they're surrounding themselves with, to help empower you, not make you feel bad, but empower you to do a little bit more. Where anchors are kinda like the crabs in the bucket. They don't want you leaving, because if you leave, then it's like, man, I could do what they did, but I'm just not willing to. Now, it doesn't mean you can't help those folks. But at the same time, you're climbing that ladder of success, take one hand off to pull somebody else up but never take both hands off because they will pull you down no ifs ands or buts about it but what chris widener uh he gets a shout out about every show here he's got like 20 something books out he did a tv show with zig ziglar uh wrote a best-selling book called 12 pillars with jim rome i highly recommend it but what he's always reminded me of look your greatest strength if unchecked will oftentimes be your greatest weakness meaning you know, I used to think that uh, having I was never diagnosed with ADD, ADHD, and all the other Ds that I got, um, but I'm quite sure that I've got it on some level or not. I used to think that was a curse. And I was like, why can't I be like everybody else? Why can't I fit in? Why can't I? Why do I have so much energy? Well, now I realize that's actually a gift that drives me to do things that maybe others aren't willing or have the energy to do. But at the same time, it also leads to a little obsessive compulsive and uh, also leads to that I can't lose attitude which is a good driving force but once again if it's out of out of out of balance there holy cow it can be a, 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 a quickly become an enemy and then a the comparison of others as you brought up mike with uh, on social media and tom or teddy roosevelt says a uh, comparison is the thief of joy if we're constantly saying why can't i be as good a golfer as mike why can't i have a family like like my has why can't i you know um have a wonderful wife like mandy or have three great kids or why can't my parents still be alive all those why can'ts you're eliminating all the good that you have going on in your life because you're comparing yourself to Mike Well, you never see what Mike has to go through in order to have those. It's not bad, but he's got his struggles too. So the whole point of that is don't get in the comparison game because you can never win, never win. If you're saying, I'm never going to be as good as him, but at least I'm not as bad as her. What are you doing now? You're putting yourself down by comparing somebody else. And now you're putting somebody else down by saying you're not as bad as they are. It's a no win situation.
0: Absolutely. And when you talk about, you know, your friend circle, being in the golf business, um, I have, you know, my, my friends from high school, I don't, don't get to spend much time with them. Um, they're still my friends, but you know, I'm working a lot. And if I'm not working, I'm, I'm hanging out with my family. Uh, but the internet is fantastic. I mean, even getting on this podcast, and watching you weekly, you know, you're gonna, they're gonna, you're gonna be in their circle then, you know, and you're gonna get to know those people. And you're talking about Tom Ziegler, you know, you probably didn't meet him before you read his books, you start reading and you, these people are out there. Um, and, um, you know, if you can, and if I I like to read history, um, a lot of times you you sit and you're looking around and you think about how bad everything is and, Oh, I can't believe what if world war three happens and whatever. Um, if you read to what George Washington went through a couple hundred years ago or Abraham Lincoln or anybody in America or even in, in any other country, um even the roman empire the things their life expectancy the things they had um i was reading that uh i think uh the average human being takes in more information in one day than a person that lived in the 1400s takes it took in in their whole entire lifetime so you know things are obviously things are bad cancer is bad covid is bad sickness uh family you know losing your job but you have so many things to be grateful for and there's so many resources you have now to where somebody like Tom Ziegler or Zig Ziglar was just a guy that wrote a book 30 years ago, unless you went to his, you know, one of his um, conferences, you were never even going to see him. Um, But now you can get an email Tom Ziegler and talk to him and become friends with him. So, you know, that circle, the the opportunity to be around better people um, is um, is there's definitely more opportunity for it
1: boom. Yeah. Mic drop there. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you're exactly right. And, and, and you know, Jim Rohn back to him, he'd said, you are a percentage of the four to five people you surround yourself with the most. You surround yourself with people that are readers, people that are, you know, diving into history, people that are, are actively trying to find uh, information and open their mind to see what else is out there to pursue that better life or to live that best kick in life. My gosh, you're going to be doing the same. And, and there's nothing wrong with, you know, reminiscing on the past from time to time, but you just can't live in the past world because that is gone. You know, yep. I had uh, somebody on, which is a good friend and a mentor as well, uh, Professor Brandon Beliso, and he, he once said, you know, if, if you're spending so much time in the past, it's almost like you're straddling the road. You got one foot in the past, one foot in the future, and you're there, you're there, you're there, you're there. You're there. Well, you're basically just peeing on the present, which is right there in front of you because you're so wrapped up with everything else. And it, you don't take the time to enjoy, to live the moment. And, and I get it. It, it. As you said, we the amount of information that the human mind takes in on a daily basis, I didn't realize it was a lifetime's worth that they do in the 14th century. But, I mean, it makes sense. My gosh, we are just flooded, boom, 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 boom with, with information at all times. It can get confusing it can get uh, demoralizing it can get depressing and then also at the same time it's exhausting and if you're exhausted you cannot be as you mentioned earlier mike the best father the best husband the best golf pro the best son the best son-in-law just the best uh, uh, community service uh, member in in edwardsville because you are mentally exhausted that's why you do need to have that uh, phone detox i like that or uh, meditation and in martial arts i've meditated for as many years as i can remember But I was never very consistent with it. You know, and of course, just like going to the gym. Well, you know what? I would go, but I don't have time. Well, I would do this, but I really don't have time. Well, we all got the same 24 hours in the day. We all got the same 1,440 minutes in the day. We all got the same 86,400 seconds in the day. How did I learn all that? From reading a book. (laughs) I didn't used to know those things, but it meant something to me because I got the thing. of saying, well, you know, I'd love to do that, but I don't have time. And I understand everybody's busy, but prioritize your time for the things that are important that are going to give you more time. And if you make time to go to the gym, make time to go for a walk, you make time to maybe head to the golf club and, and get a few rounds, and you make time to put down the phone to spin with the kids, it's going to enhance your present time, which I guarantee is going to enhance your future time as well. And uh, learn from the past. Just don't live there. Yes, prepare for the future. Just don't live there. Work right now and pre- uh, work with the, the, the present because that's all we got. And, of course, Kung Fu Panda, it's a gift. Why? It's a present. It's a gift. So enjoy it.
0: <laughs> that's what and that's why they say the rear view mirror is real small, and the windshield's a lot bigger. But you know and but the other thing about like the phone and kids, you know, uh, when you talk about um just self confidence, believing in yourself um and 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 respecting yourself, which obviously martial arts teaches that, and golf does also. Um, but the thing about kids with the cell phone and with the internet, I tell the the juniors I have all the time, they are infinitely smarter than I was when I was 12 years old. And, and a lot of times when you're a little kid, you see these adults and adults are telling you everything to do and you know you kind of feel oppressed by it. But the one thing you can, if you're 12, 13, 14 and, and you're getting on the internet and you have access, the amount of knowledge you have um, is is far beyond what you and I had when we were kids. So now if you're looking at that positively, you know when you're in our position 20 years down the road, just think how great you're gonna be. Because you had all that information, rather than it, you know, it doesn't have to be a burden. Um, if you're comparing yourself to others and it's bringing you down, obviously, but just the the knowledge you have. I mean, the the even my kids in school, they I'm trying to help them with 10th grade math, and it's like I felt like I was pretty good in math, you know. But then you can just get on the internet, and if you know what you're doing, find answers for everything that you know. Before you had to get an encyclopedia out to look up, you know, what Mesopotamia looked like now you can go and print 7000 pages on it. So, you know, for for the kids out there, if you can just have that belief in yourself that you're going to be great because God put you here for some reason, you know, um but just know that you're smart and you know you have so many resources uh, that if you can just enjoy it and and help people along the way, um you have a you're going to have a great opportunity later in life.
1: Oh, fantastic. So so kids that are listening I hope you heard all of that. Sometimes as, uh, well, as kids and definitely as, as men here, we have selective hearing. We hear what we want to hear, and then we disregard everything else that uh, we don't want to hear. kind of gets back to having a good mentor that tells us what we need to hear. Yes, you can use that as leverage with your parents to say, hey, uh, that Golf Pro Mike said I can look up stuff on my phone or on uh, on the Internet. Yes, you can. But the selective hearing part may have just heard looking up stuff, right, the part right. that you need to hear. Is looking right. up things like Macedonia and uh, how to do math problems or history and things that well used to have an encyclopedia. So our, our younger listeners, encyclopedia is that big, huge volume book that you actually had to go to a library to get and look up. <laughs> and a library is a place that has books. You get a card. <laughs> yeah. uh, and people uh, used
0: to make a living going door to door selling them. Probably made a fortune. yeah, you yeah.
1: know encyclopedia yeah. sales. Uh, no, very, and that, you know
0: when you you get back to that though, I, I tell my kids we're lucky that we live in America where the one saying I always say is hard work works. You know, um, and and I tell my own kids um, in, in this society where everything comes instantly to a lot of people, um, or they think it should come instantly, um, if you can persevere and ju- and not grind, be- you know, grind in a good way. Um, if you can just keep on keeping on and uh, work hard. It's gonna be amazing how far ahead you can get because a lot of people are complacent that everything is so easy. But in the end, the people that have the most have done the most. You know, and when you talk about um, hardships, I don't know if I've ever read a story about anybody that's that was successful that didn't have hardships. and probably, you know, somewhat times I feel like I haven't had any hardships, so I haven't had that motivation. and and you know, I could feel, oh, I haven't had anything bad happen to me which I obviously have had bad things happen to me, but a lot of great people have gone through so much, but that's, what's made them great. You know, they, um, they, they realize what they, where they came from and, and what, and, and how they can give back. And so just because times are tough, that might be the greatest thing that ever happened to you, really.
1: Well, that's what kind of builds that metal, you know, builds that perseverance, it builds that strength. And uh, uh, we often hear that, man, I can't believe this challenge, man, this is so much harder. Well, it wouldn't be a challenge if it wasn't hard. Now, that's not a cop-out. I don't like having bad days. I don't like having things go wrong. Uh, But those challenges are what drive us and push us uh, forward. Now, John Maxwell would often talk about if you're a um, a level two problem solver and you've got a level four problem, man, that is like, holy cow, that's a life-changing problem. But if you improve your problem-solving skills through reading, education, surround yourself with uh, uh, the right type of people, listening to shows like this one and uh, following people like Mike and and, and others that are doing the things that they've persevered, then you improve your problem-solving skills. So now suddenly you become a a, a level five problem solver. Now, if you're a level five problem solver, a a level four problem, that doesn't even matter. It may not even register on your radar because it's like, oh, that's not a big deal. You handle it, you move on. So what happens? Now you're going to have level six problems. You continuously drive yourself to learn how to solve those problems. and as you uh, said, Mike, that no one likes to have struggles, but it's those struggles and those challenges that drive us and push us forward. Obviously uh, during the lockdown, that was tough for all of us, especially entrepreneurs and small business owners, those working that work in, in, in person. my gosh, but well, we found a way. You know, we found a way to overcome, to battle through, to succeed. and through that, hopefully we set a good example for others like, oh you know what? Those guys may have had it rough. They may have been down. They may have had some, and I had all those things. I'm fortunate and blessed that I had equipment to beat up on because I had some, uh, some severe anger of not understanding, but I never share that stuff publicly. It's not that I'm hiding it, but I go to my resources that can help me with those. And I say that because oftentimes kids and parents, listen to your kids. Yes, Mike and I encourage them to look up profitable and uh, successful things online, but at the same time, you need to make sure you know who they're associating with online because there's a lot of predators out there. There's a lot of ones that they're looking for kids that are down, they're depressed, they have anxiety, they're they're, 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 they're calling out for help. And there, there's a lot of people out there that have ill will and ill intentions. So make sure that's the awareness I talk about. You know, you own that phone, you own that device, make sure your kids know that and uh, make sure you know who they're following.
0: Absolutely, yeah, I, I tell my kids, all the time, and when I say my kids, I'm talking mainly about my my three, but I also have a lot of juniors out here. Um, you know, when you're 14, 15, 16, you feel very intelligent. And then as you get older, you see when you were 14, 15, 16 you weren't that intelligent. Um, and you know, your brains aren't totally formed yet and there's a reason why you can't do certain things till a certain age. And the phone has really, you know, I, I would assume when my kids are parents, um that there will maybe be limitations on you know it's not good for a you know back 80 years ago 12 year old kids were smoking and drinking that's fine but no one knew now if you saw a 12 year old smoking their parents would probably be DCFS would come by and it may be the same with phones you know and um uh, texting and driving you know i mean it just blows my mind when you drive down the road how many people are looking at a phone you know and and i'm not saying you shouldn't worry about the flu or covid or cancer but going 80 with a phone in your hand, you know, is uh, you're m- much more likely to get injured with that than, you know, um, getting cancer from whatever, being exposed to something outside. So um, or COVID or the flu, you know, um, but people don't think about those things. And, and, you know, I just when your kids, obviously your parents are um they want you to be your best. And that's what we're trying to do. Um, maybe we're not always uh, right. But um, we're trying to do our best and you know, if you can just understand that as you get older, um, you know, your intuition, you still have it. You you still know it's not the smart thing to jump off the bridge into the creek. But when you're 12 or 14, it's a little bit more reasonable than when you're 30. But um, yeah, I I just, uh, you know, kids have have great opportunity, but they also have a lot of uh, obstacles out there. A lot of people out there that are trying to bring them down. So, um, the more the parents can help them navigate, obviously, the better off they're going to be.
1: Fantastic, and yeah, yeah. Parents, that, that was like, man, I, I listen to the show to feel better. Now you're, you're making me feel bad about a parent. No, we're not making you feel yeah. bad. We're giving you a right I, hook reality, baby.
0: <laughs> I I feel bad every day about things I do, you know. But that's why we listen to you, or read a book from you know Tom Maxwell or you know um, uh, Tom Ziegler. To, to there's other people that have perspective that have done it before you to where you can learn from it. And that's what we're trying to do with our kids, you know, uh, to also, it's not, it's not a bad thing. You can't go back and change what's bad. Sometimes, like I said, the bad is what makes you better. If you didn't ever do anything wrong, how would you get any better at anything? You know? So,
1: you know, Thomas Edison, he with few failures is he who hasn't lived. And, uh, yeah. uh you know, you've, you've got to, as much as we don't like to make mistakes, that's what grows and pushes us. And, uh, well, Miss Desiree Benhoff uh, from the Chamber, we love you, Des. Thank you. And she said, I think my earlier comment disappeared, but it's uh, really great seeing two of my favorite business people on this live chat together. God bless you, Des. Mike said, hey. Yeah. And, and just a uh, um, reminder, if you're just tuning in, we got uh, Mike Shuri from Oak Court Golf Course, uh, the owner, entrepreneur, golf pro, and uh, just wonderful community service uh, advocate for uh, the Edwardsville, Illinois uh, community and surrounding areas, Uh, jump on here, zip in a question. And if you're just now joining us, we're getting close to the end here, but you can go back and listen to it again, or you can tune in and subscribe to our podcast, Grogan's Bullyproof. It's available worldwide on any podcast app. Uh, Simply subscribe, smack that bell on YouTube, Grogan's Bullyproof, so you get notified of any new video, any new podcast that comes up. And, of course, if we've earned it here, give us that five-star review because that five-star review will push us higher in the search engines and people will find us a little quicker. And the same thing. Uh, Google reviews, if you go to our Martial Arts Academy, and uh, we've earned it, man, give us that review, that shout-out on Facebook and Google. And the same thing, you go to the Oakford Golf Course, uh, and and you see Mike and his family there working hard and doing everything they can, give them a shout-out and a five-star review as well, because that really, really helps. It seems like people always take time to complain, but they rarely take time to compliment and say what went right and what they felt good about. It's the same thing. You get in the habit of always complimenting, always doing the right thing. And I'm not saying be false or, or, or lie about it, but just get in the habit of appreciating and noticing the small things. You're going to notice more of them. Uh, once again, we seem to take time to always notice the wrong. Let's start noticing the good, and you'll find there's a lot of good out there. And it was a live stream I did on a Feel Good Friday just recently about get out, and, and yeah, maybe not today if it's a rainy day out, but get out there and you know meet your neighbors. Walk your dog. Get out there and see the beauty that God created. If we stay confined indoors or we stay confined to the phone, all we're going to see is what's there, and a lot of times that's doom and gloom. Get out there and enjoy the beauty.
0: Absolutely. That's why golf's such a great. I mean, that's one thing the the gift that I feel I hope I'm giving to all these kids and families is just being outside, you know, and COVID has helped golf a lot in that way because you didn't have much else to do. Um, but, uh, you know, you talk about COVID and the, the business I and mean, we were down to nothing and we've been in this is our 50th year and the and the and the bank account uh, in April of 2020 was like at zero, literally at zero. And I'm, you know, my dad's like, I've worked my whole life and here I am with 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 nothing. You know, I mean, obviously we have the land and the stuff, but you know, your whole business life's on the line and rode around on mowers. Uh, just, it was me and my dad and a few other guys riding around on mowers, nobody else out on the course. And you learn a lot, you know, you start maybe feeling bad for yourself, but then when you're out there riding around on a mower and you see nature and you see a squirrel running by, or Listening to a podcast, um, you know, God's not going to give you anything that you can't get through, and um, you know, it's uh, if you look at them as opportunities rather than obstacles. But you know, I, I just really appreciate you doing this. There, there needs to be more of this uh, around. You, you, like you said, you're always being force-fed the the bad news. I don't even watch local news anymore because it's twenty minutes of bad news and then a couple of sports stories and. By that time, I'm so depressed, then I'm going to bed. Uh, it's just depressing, but there's a lot of great people out there and there's a lot of great people in your neighborhood. There's a lot of people doing wonderful things right next door that if if you don't ever say hi to them, you may not ever know. So, but just thanks for, for doing this because this is a, a great resource for anybody listening.
1: I appreciate it, Mike, thank you very much and obviously continue doing uh, what you're doing. Uh, I give the analogy all the time about you know, the the pebble in a pond and and that analogy for those that haven't heard it yet, you pick up a pebble and you throw it in a pond. Well, it lands in the middle of the pond. What happens? It ripples, right? Those ripples continue to ripple out. And uh, that ripple effect is going to impact, you know, more than you could ever imagine. So if I'm throwing a pebble, Mike's throwing a pebble and we got uh, uh, so many of you and Desra and Mandy and Kara and David says, uh, thank you for all you do. I really enjoyed the positivity that's missing in the world. Uh, Yet Thank you, David. We appreciate you listening and taking the time out of your busy day, Uh, truthfully. And pass this on to your friends and neighbors. I always like to say, look, if you found value, share this with someone else. And that's the way that, once it back to the ripple, I'm throwing a pebble, Mike's throwing a pebble, we're all throwing a pebble. Well, if collectively we pick up a massive boulder and throw that dang thing in, my gosh, that's going to do more than create ripples. That's going to flood banks. And unfortunately, on the negative side, that's what the news talks about. If it bleeds, it leads. is kind of their campaign slogan. And, And why? And people often ask, why, why is that? Well, it creates fear. And if you're fearful, now you're going to be easily controlled because you're going to do what you can. You want to protect your family. You want to protect your kids. You want to be in the know. You want to know what's going on. So you live in this fear panic state. But in that fear panic fight or flight state, what happens is cortisol is being released throughout your body. And your cortisol is your fight or flight chemical. And when you're a fight or flight, it's uh, back in the prehistoric days, if you were to be attacked by a saber tooth tiger, well, you need all the cortisol you can get to give you that either to fight the saber-toothed tiger off or to outrun it. Well, by outmoving, that cortisol gets flushed out. But by us sitting behind a screen or sitting and watching the news, we're sitting there. So that cortisol, it stays in our body. And uh, uh, the fight or flight, what it does is all your, your immune system, your digestive system, your growth system, all that shuts down to prepare for that combat with that saber-toothed tiger. That's how prehistoric our brains are. But when that happens, now our bodies are not functioning the way they should be. So that's why when you watch the news, you watch the news the media, what commercials do you see? Digestive commercials, growth hormone commercials, psychiatric commercials, mental and depression commercials, all those because they know they put you in a panic-induced state, and now they're going to give you the subscription or the remedy for what they put you in. It's insane. Yeah. So if it bleeds, it leads, and that's how they get paid. So I kind of went a long way around there to talk about yeah. going a pebble in a pond. <laughs> Yeah. But if, if you don't, right, if, if, not, outside.
0: if you're it's not paying fantastic. attention to it, if you're not looking around, if you don't recognize it, you don't recognize it. And I mean, you could spend years of your life not recognizing what's going on. And even if you're having a terrible day, there's somebody else in your family there that can share it with you or can help you out, or you can still help them having a bad day. I, I always have my kids. Um, I, I try to read Medal of Honor stories to my kids. Just to tell them what a what a human being can actually do um, when they have loyalty and love and you know um, and you know and we're all the same though I mean not everybody has the same gifts but everybody's got something and you can there's a lot of people that have done a lot more than you and I have with a whole lot less and uh, but that's what drives me to do better every day you know when I get done when I'm laying there and it's it's over hopefully um, I've done as much as I can with, with what I had. And, and that's all you can really do. And, uh, and, and enjoy it along the way and try to help other people do that also.
1: That's fantastic. Gosh darn. Well, folks, what do you think? Good show. Did you pick up a lot, some golden nuggets? Well, those that listen once again, the live stream, I encourage you on Monday this will air on the podcast and it's episode number 309 on the Grogan's Bullyproof podcast. So make sure you listen to it a second time because you're going to pick up on something you missed the first time. I've got my dog Dallas in here, and if uh, you maybe hear her crying there, she's normally in here helping me do the podcast uh, because uh, if, if somebody comes to the door, she's barking and woofing. So I got her in here with me. <laughs> she's got a well, timer. room, you-
0: she knows an hour's up.
1: She- <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that's exactly right. So you give me the puppy treat, and, and now it's time for me to go for a walk. Yeah. Uh, Mike, did you have anything you wanted to leave with the folks uh, and folks listening? Thank you so very, very much. Bandy says, I love it. Uh, good stuff. Uh, that, that, that you wanted to share kind of a last nugget takeaway. That uh, you'd like to leave with the folks.
0: I, my my favorite quote. I have two favorite quotes. Um, Abraham Lincoln said, "Prepare and someday I will prepare and someday my chance will come." Um, and then the other one is John Wooden. It says, "You can never live a perfect day until you do somebody do something for somebody who can never repay you." So um, two good two good things to live by. Even if you're having a bad day, you can make it a perfect day by going out and doing something for somebody, and always be
1: prepared. Gosh darn. It. Oh, well, well, we'll nothing, more needs, nothing more needs to be said. You got me all tongue tied. Well, Mike, thank you. Did you enjoy being on the show? That's and awesome. uh, yeah. I know you probably do a lot of these things, so I appreciate I your know, time. I don't.
0: I don't. I, and I enjoy learning. I mean, I, you know, I look up to you and uh, listening to you and just your, that's why I call you when I, you know, uh, when COVID was going on, uh, I wanted you to talk to the kids. We were going to plan this thing that never worked out, but uh just appreciate you and, uh, the world is a better place because of people like you.
1: Oh, and, folks, that's the real reason I have people like Mike on. I know they're going to make me feel good about myself, so thank you. <laughs> thank you, Mike. I appreciate You're you welcome. and your family and your loved ones. Uh, I'll be back in Illinois in uh, uh, May and June, so uh, usually the trips are pretty quick, but I'm going to try and stay a little longer, and maybe I can get a chance to come out and see you at the club. Sure. And our friends, I know Desi, we would talked about grabbing lunch together, so we'll definitely have to do that as well. All right. Well, folks, thank you so very much for your time and, and, and being all your comments and listening. I, I, regardless, what my intentions are for doing this, well, my intentions are to impact millions and millions and millions. Uh, but it starts with that pebble in the pond and uh, getting that word out. So I humbly ask that if you found value with this, please share it with someone else in order to continue to pass that on. Uh, and, and in order to make my kind of mission and purpose in life is make society a happier, healthier and safer place to live. By empowering kids, parents, teens, and adults with hope and self-confidence to believe in himself, overcome their fears, battle through their challenges, to live what I call their best kick in life. Well, good stuff. Well, as a reminder, the book launched. The book's coming out. Becoming Bullyproof April 26th. Uh, mark that on your calendars and follow me online. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel, Grogan's Bullyproof. Subscribe to the podcast and uh, um, make sure... As soon as the weather clears up there in Illinois, if you're in the ed surrounding areas, get your tail out to Oprah Golf Course and see Mike and see the beautiful course facilities he has out there. And if you have a kid uh, that's interested in golf and uh, life skills, leadership, uh, sign him up at, uh, at Mike's uh, Junior Clinic out there. And then, of course, I'm sure they've got golf lessons for adults as well, which will really help improve your game. makes the game more fun when you're a little better at it and struggling. Absolutely. All right, folks, I love you. God loves you. Mike loves you. His wife loves you. We all love you. Please get out there. Share that love with the world. And until we talk again, you get out there and do your best. And I promise, you'll be your very best. You'll become bullyproof. Yeah. And you'll live your best kicking life. God bless you. God bless your loved ones. Thank you so very much, Mike. Thank you so very much, listeners. Have a blessed day. We'll chat with you real soon. God Thank bless you. everybody. Thank you very much for listening to another life change and episode of Brogan's Bullyproof and kicking Life. This is your Bullyproof Expert, Master Rich Grogan, reminding you to please subscribe and please share this podcast with your kids, family members, or anyone else who could benefit from this empowering message. And if you think we earned it, I kindly ask that you please remember that five-star review to let others know that you're part of the Grogan's Bullyproof and Kickin' Life tribe. And until we talk again, you get out there and do your best, and I promise, you'll become your very best to become Bullyproof, and you'll live your best kickin' life.